welcome to the Mind, Soul and Spirit podcast where we talk all about concepts of the self, soul purpose, finding meaning and all things spirituality. Here you will find episodes filled with the deep and meaningful and free from the small talk. I'm your host Marnie and I thank you for joining me on whatever stage of your healing journey you are at. Welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be covering spiritual awakenings today. I'm going to talk about four different situations that can lead to someone having a spiritual awakening. I personally have had a combination of three of these topics happen to me in my life that I feel together have had an impact on my first big spiritual awakening back in early 2019. I believe that most people will have a rather prominent spiritual awakening first up and then as time progresses uh, you can expand and grow and we can end up having other spiritual awakenings where we become consciously aware about new aspects of the spiritual realm. A spiritual awakening simply put is what happens when you begin to realize there is more to the human experience than just simply living. It's when you finally realize that there is a purpose to us being here on earth and it is up to us to find the meaning behind it. You become more curious about the spiritual realm and you begin to find ways to connect with it and work with the universe or source to help you progress through your journey. So the four events that I think can lead to a spiritual awakening include the death of a loved one, uh, karmic and twin flame relationships, trauma of any kind, whether that be childhood relationship, birth, physical abuse, uh, financial abuse, any sort of trauma that's had a profound impact on you, and also near-death experiences. So firstly, let's talk about the death of a loved one. Usually, a death of someone who has had a profound impact on your life or journey, someone you have a strong emotional connection with. So this could be a close friend, a family member, a mother, father, partner, a child, anyone that's close to you that you feel really connected to. So in 2019, I had a close family friend pass away from their battle with cancer This passing had quite an influence on my thoughts around life and death and I struggled with the fairness around the situation. I struggled watching loved ones. I cared about grieving the loss and I also sat in the denial stage for a really, really long time. As a child um, and as I was growing up, ever since the first funeral I ever went to, how I would cope with death was that I would tell myself this person is going on a really long holiday and I'll see them again one day soon and that was my belief for such a very very long time and from a very young age as well and I'm not quite sure how that became my mindset but that's how it was and in a sense I still fall back into that belief but Now it's changed more to, although their physical body is no longer with us, the spirit still lives on around us, guiding us and supporting us in a different way. And I've had lots of experiences that have supported me to create that new belief 
So the grief surrounding the death of a loved one opens our mind to the belief that there is more to life than meets the eye. So if you are someone who is big on the opinion that seeing is believing, then your opinions of death and life are probably going to be very different to mine. Through the grief of losing a loved one, you find hope that there is more to life. You then start to trust that this can't be all there is because of how much you love them and how much you miss them. And this love and grief then opens up a curiosity around the human experience, around life, around death, the afterlife, around heaven and around spirituality in a whole, which leads to a spiritual awakening and a new awareness of life, especially as you begin to start wanting to connect with your loved ones who have passed, maybe that being through having a psychic reading or um, uh, wanting to receive significant signs unique to this person who has passed, maybe through your dreams as well. Your understanding begins to expand rapidly around what the spirit world can do, what it is, and how we are able to connect with the spiritual realm in different ways. So that can lead to that spiritual awakening. The second situation in which you might have a spiritual awakening would be if you were involved in a karmic or a twin flame relationship dynamic. So this is a big one and I'll probably do a separate episode on the types of relationships we can experience in our lives, but I'll just touch lightly on these two for today. I personally have experienced a karmic and a twin flame connection and both contributed a lot to my biggest spiritual awakening. So a karmic relationship is the relationship where you have the opportunity to settle old karma from previous lifetimes. It is usually the relationship that you learn the most lessons from, and it is usually a toxic or an unhealthy relationship. When I talk about old karma, I'm referring to either in a previous lifetime, your soul and the soul of your partner within the karmic relationship have unfinished business. It could be that maybe you weren't very nice to them and now it's their turn to get you back or essentially settle the score. Or it could be that when you met in a previous life, you were unable to learn the lessons that were intended to be learnt. So now you're having another go at learning the lessons in this lifetime. It could just be that you need to experience this particular type of relationship now to lead you into the next phase of your spiritual journey. However, the main basis of the relationship is for you to learn your lessons once and for all. You need to remember as well, you could have been trying to learn these lessons with this soul for numerous lifetimes, and this could be your third or fourth time having a go at it. So being presented with this sort of relationship always has a deeper meaning behind it. A twin flame connection is a relationship where you and a partner are thrown into an extremely deep soul connection very quickly. And its purpose is to trigger all of your emotional trauma in the both of you. So bringing it all to the surface for you to heal. In the connection, you and the other person is a soul mirror of one another. Meaning you and this partner have gone through very similar experiences and you'll find yourself saying, oh my God, yes, me too. 
a lot when you begin to discuss what you've both experienced. Once the connection has developed to a stage where it triggers the trauma within the two of you, both you and this other partner will fall into a concept called the runner and the chaser. What happens is that the connection is so overwhelming for one of the souls. It's overwhelming for both of the souls, but particularly for one of the souls that then it causes them to run away from the connection and away from the relationship. So one runs and then the other chases because of the trauma and the insecurities that are being brought to the surface. And it's as if the chaser wants to hold on for dear life to this person because they don't want to lose whatever this connection is because it is so strong, but also because they think they finally found someone who understands them due to the similarities in their life experiences. Some twin flames find their way back to each other after a period of separation and healing, but both twin flames must take responsibility personally for their own healing for the connection to eventually work out later or work out in the long run. Otherwise, what happens is they come back together and they just keep going in this chaser, runner, chaser, runner type dynamic, which really is not good for anyone. So the intensity, the on again, off again relationships, the pull you have towards the other person in the karmic and the twin flame relationship leads you to ask deeper questions about yourself and about the other partner about your connection, as well as about your own personal life path and your own meaning. So you begin to question the decisions you've made. You question your own self-concepts, your beliefs, your values. You question why is it that you are being put through this or why you're being tested again, which leads to that curiosity into the human experience and will lead you to some sort of spiritual awakening about life and meaning. So the third situation is the experience of trauma that can lead to a spiritual awakening. This can be any type of trauma, like I said, childhood trauma, physical abuse, emotional trauma, relationship trauma, medical trauma, any sort of experience that is deeply distressing for you as an individual. It has a profound and life-altering impact on how you feel about yourself and about your life. Once again, trauma can lead to thoughts of why did this happen to me? Why did I experience that? And what happens is shame becomes quite a prominent emotion after experiencing this trauma. And I believe shame is the hardest emotion for us to have to overcome. Shame is the emotion that usually is laying underneath every other negative emotion we experience in life. And our negative emotions present themselves to protect us from feeling that shame. Experiencing trauma activates our shame body and through the emotions, thoughts and feelings that follow experiences of trauma, we are provided with an opportunity to dig deeper into our own spirituality and into concepts of meaning and purpose to help us to heal and to overcome that trauma. When we start to have faith that there is more to me than this awful experience that I went through and start telling ourselves that I'm strong enough to overcome this, we begin to unlock that universal support and our connection to our spirit support team, which in effect leads to a spiritual awakening. 
The last concept that has the potential to lead to a spiritual awakening is having a near death experience. Now, this is the one experience on the list that I have not been through personally, and I feel very blessed for that. However, I do know people who have had near death experiences and I've heard their stories. And I've also read a number of books about people who have had near death experiences and how it has led to their spiritual awakening. So I feel that I couldn't do this episode without mentioning it. So near death experiences are exactly how it sounds. It refers to either being on the brink of death and recovering from it, or it can mean you die for a period of time and you're resuscitated. From everyone I've spoken to about their personal near-death experiences and through the books I've read, all of them have had a slightly different experience and there are definitely some similarities. A lot of them have said they were able to see their bodies from above as if there was no longer a physical connection between their spirit or their soul and their physical body. Some people have recalled visions where they've connected with other spirits on the other side before returning to their physical body shortly after. Either way, from every story I've heard or read, the person who has experienced a near-death situation has returned with a heightened sense of spiritual connection, meaning their clear senses have opened up to the point where they've been able to see spirit, hear spirit, feel spirit, or their clear cognizance is very strong and they suddenly just know things about other people. Whether that be being able to predict pregnancies or know things about other people's lives, experiences, their feelings, what they're going through, and they have a real intense knowing of things that they shouldn't really know and they don't know how they know it, they just do. So once again, having a near-death experience and coming back to the land of the living after having a profound spiritual experience of traveling towards death can lead to the onset of a spiritual awakening. These people have returned and on their return begin to search for meaning, purpose and really want to know more about the human experience, about life, about death and especially want to better understand their personal near-death experience. So they go on that search. Okay, so they are four of the causes that can bring you into a period of spiritual awakening. I'm planning on doing an episode on signs that you have had a spiritual awakening or what things can happen after that spiritual awakening. So stay tuned for that episode if you want to be able to reflect on your own experiences and reflect on what you're going through and see whether that lines up with a spiritual awakening. That brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much to everyone who is following along. I hope you're enjoying these topics as much as I'm enjoying sharing about them. I'll put my Facebook, Instagram and website in the show notes in case you need to find me or want to share your thoughts or stories on the topic today. I hope you have a beautiful day and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.